This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to being home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. On today's bonus episode, I want to elaborate on something that was brought up on Sunday's episode. So on Sunday, I talked about how in therapy, this whole concept of the window of tolerance came about and how I was actively working on how to expand my window of tolerance. And then I also prompted you guys to do the same thing. So I want to elaborate a little bit, share with you some things that I've been doing that I believe helps and just give you something to consider as you figure out how to get into that optimal space. So for those of you guys who need an official definition or you may be in a space where you didn't hear Sunday's episode yet, pause if you didn't listen to Sunday's episode and go back and listen, okay? (laughs) But for the sake of time, I'm going to define the window of tolerance based upon psychology today. According to psychology today, the window of tolerance is a term coined by Daniel J. Siegel, a clinical professor of psychiatry at the UCLA School of Medicine, to describe the optimal emotional zone we can exist in to best function and thrive in everyday life. On the other side of the optimal zone, there are two other zones, the hypoarousal zone and the hypoarousal zone. The window of tolerance, again, the optimal zone, is characterized by a sense of groundedness, flexibility, openness, curiosity, presence, an ability to be emotionally regulated, and a capacity to tolerate life stressors. If this window is eclipsed, meaning if you experience internal or external stressors that cause you to move beyond and outside it, you may find yourself existing in either a hyper-aroused or hypo-aroused state. Hyper-arousal is an emotional state characterized by high anxiety, anger, panic, irritability, anxiety, hypervigilance, overwhelm, chaos, fight or flight instincts, and startle response, to name a few characteristics. Hypoarousal, by contrast, is an emotional state characterized by shutting down, 
numbness, depressiveness, withdrawal, shame, flat effect, and disconnection, to name a few. So how many of you guys have experienced either one of those? You've been overwhelmed, angry, having anxiety, or the opposite, you've been shut down, numb, withdrawn, disconnected. I've experienced both for sure. Unfortunately, I live the most on the hyper arousal side because it's usually a lot going on versus the hypo arousal side because I really just can't afford to be shut down. But both aren't good nonetheless. And the goal is to expand this window of tolerance and create a space in this optimal zone. So as I've been working through this myself, something that I've realized that isn't even really deep is that there are a lot of just basic physical external things that can be done to allow you to live and exist more in this space. So things like what you're eating or if you're eating. One of my issues is that when I'm particularly busy, I can get really zoned into what I have going on and I don't eat which then leaves me irritable, which puts me again in that hyper arousal space, which isn't good for me, my goals, or anybody around me. So things like that, making sure you eat. Eating well is important. Eating foods that fuel your body to do the things that you're called to do. One of the doors that we leave open often, many of us, for the enemy to really wreak havoc on our assignment, on our lives, on our emotions, on our commitment to God and what he's called us to do is what we eat. Because if you're eating things that make you sluggish, that make you sick, that are chemical laced, all of that, that's not conducive for anything. That's not conducive for you to live in this optimal zone. And it's definitely not conducive for you to live a life fulfilling the promise and a call on your life. So something simple that you can start doing is paying attention to what you're eating, drinking water, exercising. All of these things are important. Ever since I learned how one of the ways to expand your window of tolerance, and especially as it relates to this hyper arousal state, is exercise. So I'm someone who hates to work out. I hate the gym and I'm not, that's not going to change. Whether I do it or not doesn't depend on if I like it. I know I have to do it. But one of the things I am trying to learn to love is running. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to, I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users in 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. 
It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Because I love to be outside. There's something about just the fresh air, seeing the beauty of the outdoors, the birds chirping, all of the nature aspect of it. It's something that I particularly love. Now, if we can get these bugs out of here, <laughs> we really be good. But me knowing that that's one of the ways that I get back to a place of being present and having peace and things like that, I love to get outside. So something I learned for someone like me who is in that hyper arousal state often when I get out of my window of tolerance Exercise is a way to release that stress and that aggression and that anxiety and that overwhelm. So I was like, okay, let me see if I could learn to enjoy running. I put it to the test. The other day, I was just irritated with some things um, that was going on and my mind was foggy. I couldn't really sit at my computer to focus on business. I needed to just do something else. Even when I was trying to sit down and pray about it, my mind was just noisy because I was irritated and just a chain of events. So I was like, you know what? Let's let me try to see if I can get out of this state. Let me see if I can apply what I'm learning. And let's see if this works. 
So I packed up my stuff. I went to this trail that I go to often in the neighborhood and I ran. I found a beginner's running plan on Pinterest and I put it to the test. I put my headphones in. I cut on a Christian rap playlist and I was running. Now, listen, I just had a baby. So your girl was not running that long. <laughs> and when I was running, I was very winded, but I was running nonetheless. So I'm jogging. And then I stop and I walk and then I run again according to the plan that I had. And by the time I was done, I did this for maybe about 40 minutes or so before I had to be back home or back at my computer for a meeting. And I felt clear headed. I felt peaceful. All of the stress and the tension I was holding on to was released. Of course, I did my body good and it was overall a positive experience to pull me out of that hyper arousal state. So I wanted to share that for any of you guys who may be doing the homework and thinking, okay, how can I expand my own window of tolerance? That's something that you can do. Something else I've been doing to help get back centered, get back grounded is doing check-ins. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know that I always talked about how I would do weekly check-ins with myself. And usually those check-ins are more so of a productivity and efficiency type thing where what did I do well this week? What did I not do well this week? How can I improve upon it next week? So those are ways that I just keep myself in check to make sure that I'm being productive and doing the things that I need to do well. This is different. This check-in has been more so just bringing myself back down to the present. I'm someone who lives in my mind most of the time. I'm always thinking about the future. I'm always thinking about how can I do this better? How can I do that better? I might be planning something. I got a type A personality. I just live in my head. And that can easily push us into this hyperarousal state. So a way to get back grounded and present are these check-ins. And what that looks like is I'll say, what am I hearing right now? I'm going to say, I hear my son crying. Our nanny's trying to feed him. He might be fussy or whatever. I hear the baby crying. I smell my airwick plug in. I might touch something. So if I have like a fuzzy blanket and just pet it or pick my dog up and just pet him and feel how the, the texture of it. I'll take deep breaths and just sit in that moment. So I'll inhale four seconds, hold it four seconds, exhale four seconds. And to me, when this first came up as a way to just ground myself, I felt silly to be completely honest with you. But as I've been doing it, it's just a perfect way to reel myself back in. It's simple. Nobody really knows I'm doing it, but it's just an opportunity to pull myself back in and get back into that present state. Because again, that's what I'm working on in therapy is changing my pace. And something like that is a good way for me to win that battle of the old me trying to push me back into the way I used to do things. It's a way that I check in and say, hey girl, you winning the battle right now or are you not? You battling for this new territory. Let's, so let's take a second, let's, let's be present. And then let's continue from that space of groundedness and not that space of overwhelm or anxiety. So that's it for this week's bonus episode. I do wanna cover some internal things though that can keep us into these hyper or hypo arousal states, but I'm gonna save that for Sunday's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure that you subscribe and I'll see you guys in the next one.